1: Tom Bernard show with special guest are you talking to me
2: oh (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for the introduction before I get Tim Slegel uh at Acme Comedy Company uh tonight and tomorrow night uh 612-338-6393
3: I like it Brandon Simon and Andy Brent Bernard and we'll be right back. Catherine just didn't bother to show up today did not show up I haven't heard anything from her. So. I i
1: heard she might be going to the fair, but I, it's pouring. Yeah, it's not a good day is to it's go to the fair. Is it still raining
3: hard? It's not hard. There,
1: but but yeah. yeah, but there's no crowd today. So. Well, there it's true. <laughs> we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business. It started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. Dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. i am just singing my way back in. Tim Slagle with us, ladies and gentlemen. So, what? now, Robin Leach did die this morning. I know you're all upset about right, that. Right, And know. he's going to have a funeral that
2: costs over $100,000.
5: <laughs> that's the worst British accent I've, I've ever heard. Oh, no, it was Australian. That's <laughs> oh, I was Australian. Okay. All right, first never. perfect The then. First hour, you said yours was the worst. No, his was
1: oh, I did Who did I do an impression of? It was he, terrible. It was terrible. It was Robin Leach. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Robin Leach. Yeah, it was terrible. It was, it was horrendous.
5: He's Australian.
2: I actually, this is a fun. He's, fun. A,
1: he's from London.
2: Is he?
3: Yeah. Oh, I thought he thought he was Australian. Hmm. Yeah. He, well, doesn't do, he doesn't do not. a
2: good British accent either. No. He
3: does <laughs> not.
4: Well, he most does people not. in London don't. So.
3: Oh well, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, the bar I used to hang out in Chicago, there was a, there was a girl that got a job as a nanny for like a rich Gold Coast couple.
3: uh, Was her name Fran Drescher? No, 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 no. no. She
2: was. They they, they found her in London, and she was actually just hosteling around the world. She was actually from Australia, and so they 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 invited her back and said, you know, can you be the our nanny in Chicago? And uh, they had no idea that they that they brought an Australian in. They thought Uh. she she was British. They couldn't 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 tell from the accent. They couldn't hear the difference in the accent. Uh. (laughs) Wow. Right then. Yeah. <laughs> well, we
5: have um, this year on the golf teams. We have a male, female. And they're both from England, and I asked them both if they, if they if they were from Australia. I couldn't tell the difference. You couldn't?
2: Nope. Yeah. It, it, Australia. Uh, the Australian accent goes through the nose. Like
1: me. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot more e yeah, sounds.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Brad Blanks. Hey, right, dumb. Mike Dome. Mike Dome, how you doing, Dome? Like what the hell? Whatever works in the end, that's all I know. So what have you been up to? Have you been doing a lot of writing? What have you been up to? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of uh, uh, trying to keep busy. Uh, summer's always slow for comedy.
2: Yeah. And, and you know, you think after 30-plus summers, I'd be able to say, okay, it's going to be slow. Just relax. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> Not <laughs> you know? possible. But instead, I'm there staring at my phone going, why aren't i getting any text i should (laughs) you know of course when i started i would stare at the phone and go ring but that's not the way bookings happen
1: no No, that's the thing about
2: being a
3: human is we've got the higher order thinking but we've still got that monkey brain in there and you can't tell a monkey brain to stop thinking what it's thinking No, that's you true. can only just deal with it
2: Oh, my monkey brain is very I, I like to throw poo exactly <laughs> God, that's I how like dominant it. my monkey brain is
1: <laughs> I like it it all works out so I have a monkey brain and a monkey body mm. well do. more an ape I guess Oh, I have an eight body, according to my son. I I Apes sense. are more intelligent, yeah. and they're stronger. You're a higher primate. So technically, <laughs> exactly. he
4: gave you a compliment.
1: Exactly. Actually, technically,
3: technically, you'd probably <laughs> be a silverback at this point, wouldn't you? <laughs> that's, I think that's right. I'd be a silverback,
1: no doubt. As a matter of fact, I have a friend named Kendall Norberg. His nickname is Silverback. And in his office, there's a huge picture of a silverback right over his desk. <laughs> but yeah, but my, I, I talk about this once in a while. My problem is that I have a 30-inch inseam and 37 inch sleeve length. That's very monkey like. <laughs> That's very ape like. There's no question about it. So I got the monkey brain and the ape body. That's all I got left. That's it. I'm 30
2: 36.
1: So yeah, it's I got it too. I have no idea. Also, oh, you so you got it too. I got it too, yeah. You're very ape. The average is what probably 32 34. Nah, those people look like T Rexes to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the little short arms. They're,
2: they're always angry because they can't touch themselves ever. Yes.
1: Oh, I suppose that's true. Right?
2: <laughs> Scratch their own knee without bending over. Is it normal
3: thing. to have no idea what your inseam is? I don't
1: Just, know. It, so. You don't, know, no, what, you don't yeah, know what your inseam I don't is? Know what you means. should.
2: You should have your inseam measured sometime.
3: Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Or oh, your yeah.
1: outseam. <laughs> you can do your outseam. Yeah,
3: there you go. Um, I want to say 34. I do have really long legs. Yeah, you're like your mom. Your mom has long legs. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what my arm length is, so how Are do you, you buy clothes? He wears I shorts don't.
1: all the time. Yeah, I I what wear shorts and t shirts from need to Target. Know your yeah, shorts and T shirts. You don't need to know any of this <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff.
3: <laughs> no, <It's laughs> no, you don't need to know, my, know your
5: inseam uh, when you wear shorts. <laughs> I know my
1: waist, that's it. Yeah. You know, JB, you gotta tell you something. What's you that? buy all of those from that vending machine. Yes. Nobody else buys them. You, you buy all of them. What are those? Friday's is still in oh. business. Friday's potato skin skins. Potato oh, skins, huh? Yeah. I
3: good? would if I wasn't dieting. <laughs> You're dieting? Yep. How much are you trying to lose? Uh, 15 pounds.
1: Still? I haven't been very good at it. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no. Oh no, I just thought you don't look like you're overweight to me at all.
5: Well, I'm not overweight,
1: but I could be less now, how much do you want to weigh close to overweight. Uh,
3: one <laughs> I'd like to weigh one sixty. No, you don't want to weigh no, one sixty. You'd be I a, you'd a, be you'd a be, rail. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'd look anorexic. 15, the problem fifteen Fifteen, you'd pounds, be pounds, is, 15 pounds is nothing.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I I, uh, I lose fifteen
1: pounds every day. I don't want to hear about your bathroom <laughs> I
2: really don't Water weight it. no, it's, it's all water It's all, it's all, water water all perspiration
1: oh, nice <laughs> to God. You know what I like is Once in a while I just don't feel like eating So I like fast through a day I realize it's 7 o'clock at night and I haven't eaten yet So I go hell with it So you get on the scale the next day and you've lost like 7 pounds And then the next morning You have a marshmallow And you gain 6 of it back <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? How can you go down seven and then back up six from eating one piece of bread? The marshmallows are absorbent. That's what it is. (laughs) So last night night we go to uh, Alex and and our two grandchildren, Fawn and Sage. We go to dinner. This place called Layla down in, it's a Sheraton hotel now. It used to be the Sofitel back in the days. We went down there. So we finish our dinner, and we've decided to get one piece of flourless chocolate cake for the whole table. Right, so everybody get a, a little how, bite. How,
2: how, many pe- how many people?
1: Uh, three adults and one two-year-old, and then the baby okay. didn't have any, obviously. Okay. Yeah. But here's what I love. So Fawny, the two-year-old, takes the first bite, and she looks at it and goes, "Whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> whole thing. Oh, I guess we don't get any. Uh, we're not getting any of it. Fawn's going to have the whole shoot and match, but." it's you know that is great the whole, whole deal you have children I never, I had no idea if you have children no but I got a plan you have a plan
2: <laughs> yeah I, I'm getting a job as a night janitor at a sperm bank oh that'll be <laughs> so good so a year from now I'll have hundreds Hundreds <laughs> But you just don't, won't know where they are. And, uh, well, 20 years from now, there's going to be a lot of disappointed lesbians. <laughs>
3: who
2: found out their pre-med uh, yeah. uh, concert
1: pianist is uh, just a guy who can hold his liquor and tell jokes. Do they actually <laughs> do that? I had heard that sperm banks, they do have it like the label, what the what the guy is who donated the sperm. Yeah, they yeah. They, they do. They, do they even have pictures. And so it never says disc jockey, does it? I, I would... <laughs> I wouldn't think that'd be a real high I don't
4: think
2: you have to pay for disc Jackie Spur. I, <laughs> I think you might be right about that. I think that. it's donated uh, liberally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like if you wanted one want of Louis C.K.'s kids, all you need is a dish rack.
1: <laughs> How's he doing by the way? I haven't haven't heard his name much not lately. Not so great. Is he? Yeah. He'll probably make a comeback within about will. six months. I'm like, yeah, that?
2: he's too. Yeah, you, you know his uh, his show Baskets. I mean, his name is still on it. Oh, is he, is they it? didn't take his name off Baskets. Yeah, also he's still named as one of the producers. So, I mean, it's. Oh. Uh, I think he's just uh, he's just not doing anything really public right now. Yeah, and I yeah, think no, he's still. Not. I think he's still working. The guy's a workaholic.
1: He does work a ton. He's not a very pleasant person to deal with. Mm. That's mm. one of the problems that he does have. And maybe it is for you guys. I, he was nice. I, I barely met him when he was here last time. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, because no. yeah, he—he just—I don't know. He was—he was not very friendly. You know, he wasn't a jerk or anything like that. But he just was not very. I just pointed out last hour that three of the guys that had been popped for uh, sexual harassment or sexual assault—they were like three guests in a row on my show. <laughs> oh, I
2: was Like, oh my god.
1: Uh, yeah, it was. It, it was. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, Jeremy Piven, and Louis C.K. right, <laughs> oh, right <there>. oh, <laughs> oh, man. Like, what do you, could you guys do something else, maybe? Or, <laughs> or stay away from me? That might be one of the good things, but I don't know. <laughs> Run a blacklight around the studio. You know, actually, I would love to hear your take on, because uh, political things, I like your take on all political things. Do you think, now the hashtag MeToo movement has gotten to a point where now, And I take it very seriously, these women who came forward and said that something happened to them, absolutely. Now we've gotten far enough where where people who you know, you can tell by their body language they're not telling the truth. But now we've moved on to bullying, too.
2: Well, apparently the Me Too movement stopped right at Keith Ellison. Yeah, isn't that unbelievable? Yeah, isn't that weird? I guess guess maybe it's a religious freedom issue, huh? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, maybe it is. He wanted her to bake a cake, and she refused. You know, I
1: I don't know Keith Ellison. I don't want to know Keith Ellison and all the rest of it. But there have been rumors for years that he likes to hit women. Sure. Yeah, I mean, for years. Yeah. So why does he get a pass?
2: Yeah, and it's not not even really that national of a story either. I I, I mean, which it which it should be. I mean, when he got elected, it was sure a national story. It's like, oh, look what we have, look what we have in the House of Representatives now. Uh, Yeah.
5: Well, the other thing, me too. One of the women that started the movement, she's in trouble now for child molestation. Oh my God! Of course she is. Who? Oh, you mean
1: Asia Argento? Yeah. I don't know is her, I can't remember about?
5: her name, but you know, she's... She, yeah, she's...
1: Her name is a cheese, you know her name. funny, <laughs> <laughs> good oh Argento, I like her.
3: Oh yeah, talking, um, that one kid, yeah, some... Pool boy or something. Something like that.
2: Oh, that, or, so paper that's boy,
3: the guy who cut her lawn, I don't know. Uh, oh my god. Bennett, Jimmy yeah, Bennett. Jimmy Bennett, right. That's exactly when he was 17 had. and she was 37... Holy Hannah. In California, where the age of consent is... 18. 18. Oh, they have a photo of them in bed naked, so, I mean...
1: That's not good.
3: Yeah. That's not an accusation. That's right. it happened. I do have a question. Well, for you. I
2: don't think it's they had it. I think all of his friends had it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I think you might it. be right because he
2: passed it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looks like in the picture. She looks like she's sleeping. It looks like he put it on Facebook while she was dozing off.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> really weird about that. Back in the day. It was every seventeen-year-old kid's dream mm-hmm. to have sex with a thirty-seven-year-old woman. I mean, it was. Yeah. But now there's money to be made, so it's different. Yep. Yep. And Absolutely. I'm not saying she should have done it. That's not what I'm saying at all. But from his standpoint,
3: well, if it's wrong for a thirty-seven-year-old man to sleep with a seventeen-year-old girl, I then know. I understand what you're we saying. We have to be impartial.
2: Well, it's actually, yeah. There's actually, there's actually three levels. You know, if it's a, if, if it's a thirty-seven-year-old woman and a seventeen-year-old boy. It's kind of funny.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: if it's, a, if it's a 37-year-old man and a 17-year-old girl, is you're a pervert. Yes. And if it's a 37-year-old man and a 17-year-old boy, look out. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you are in
1: trouble. Well, that was Kevin Spacey's problem, right? Yep. Those, those yeah. It was teenage boys. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know why you want to even venture down that road. And I'm, oh, God.
2: It's uh, it, it, it's funny. I, I just uh, Netflix just told me that I could pick a new uh, avatar for my Netflix account. Oh yeah,
5: it did We're and saying, you can you,
2: know, you can pick right? an avatar from one of their one of their series, and it's really mm-hmm. funny. It's all the series. I uh, uh, I selected uh, what's his face from uh, uh, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, let me see. count Olaf.
3: Yeah,
2: kind of count Olaf. Count Olaf. Yeah, yep. yeah. but uh, I'm Which going one, through
3: The Jim Carrey or Neil Patrick Harris? Neil Patrick Harris.
2: Uh, yeah, the new one. Uh, yeah, the Netflix one. And it's funny, when you go down to House of Cards, you can only be Robin White. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> which, which is interesting, which means that, that I guess they probably are considering on, on, on keeping yeah. the series going without him. Yeah, I think they yeah, are. Yeah, I think they are. That's, yeah.
1: that's been the talk recently anyway. I don't know, he's a hell of a talented guy, uh, very difficult to get along with. Um and unless well, you're
2: a 17-year-old boy. Yeah, 17-year-old boy. That's exactly right. And you get flowers and candy and chocolate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just, the whole thing, just a minute. Now, we only have about one minute left in this segment, but here's what, and I just want your take on this. So Keith Ellison gets to just skate on everything. It looks like they're not even going to bring it up anymore. It's not even in the news anymore, uh, which I don't really understand. Al Franken, I cannot stand Al Franken as a human being. But I think he got screwed. He did.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I think he. I think he took a bullet for the team. Yeah, he, totally I think he did.
1: did. He absolutely did. Because holding your hands over a woman who has a flak jacket on, <laughs> it's pretty tough to sexually harass a woman with a flak jacket. It's like the princess and the pea, but for, for yeah, hoping. I guess I'm not. You know, he probably should have done it, but to lose a house and the Senate over that? Yeah, it was miraculous. also the depth the, the depth right. of the picture also made his hands look a lot closer than they actually yeah, were, I think. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. And like I said, I can't stand the arrogant little prick, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but fair look. is fair. But fair and is fair. And that was
1: not fair. I agree with that completely. I don't know. Al, I'm the one guy that supports you and you've always hated me, so that's good for you. We will be right back more with Tim Slagle. Tom aren't It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down over 77 pounds and have one more round to go to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did by attending the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It is on Monday, August 20th, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. That extra baggage melts away really fast. And one of the best parts is it's just so easy. I am never, ever hungry. Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life and they can help you too. Register for the Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on August 20th. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. we are back, ladies and gentlemen, Tim's Slagle, tonight and tomorrow night, 8 and 1030, at the lovely
2: uh, Acme Comedy Company, very good. Uh, 708 North 1st, uh, uh, 612-338-6393, acmecomedycompany.com.
1: 55401, you forgot that part. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, all you have to do pretty much if you're – is just type in ACME, mm-hmm. and, and,
1: and Google figures yep.
2: out what you're looking for. Oh,
1: either that or the Roadrunner.
2: Yeah, <laughs> either, either that or some <laughs> rocket roller skates. <laughs> rocket
1: roller skates from ACME. You're absolutely right.
5: <laughs> With a jet pack. That's a <laughs> big stick of dynamite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true. So you were talking about David Copperfield?
2: Yeah, I think I think I mentioned this on the uh, on the uh, radio show. It was uh, uh, he's got he he collects uh, orphaned ventriloquist dummies.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, you did mention that on yeah. the morning show. Yeah, yeah and you he's did. got a
2: whole room full of he's got uh, he's got uh, George from Otto and George. I think he's got uh, uh, I think he's got Danny O'Day and Farfel in there. Oh, he's got yeah, he's got all of the. Uh, <laughs> there's a picture I saw on Facebook and it's like one of the creepiest pictures yeah. is you could you could not pay me enough money to spend one night in that room oh, no. <laughs> if I
3: were him I would rig them up so that anytime anyone opens the door they'll go <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they'll, they'll just scare the hell out of everybody <laughs> I, I don't, I've never understood well you know uh, Terry, Terry Fader He's a ventriloquist. Yeah,
2: actually, an amazing. He's an amazing ventriloquist. I mean, that's almost that's almost like a, that's almost like a circus
1: act. Yeah, he's so good. Yes. Yeah. So I interviewed him about two years ago, and I'm sitting there talking to him. And the, what's the turtle puppet? This big puppet is the turtle. I can't remember his name though, but it's a turtle. He had the turtle in with him. Yeah, he had the turtle in with him, and we're on camera. It was actually at the uh, Las Vegas, uh, whatever convention. It was some business convention, radio or broadcasting or some damn thing. So I'm sitting there interviewing Terry Fader and I then I stopped and I said, I just realized something. Every time I talk to your puppet I make eye contact with the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was actually so anyway, what do you think about it? you're making eye contact with a puppet? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs>
2: Yeah. There's, a, there's a ventriloquist in Chicago. Bob Rumba is his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, somebody, there's a story. I don't know if it's true, uh, but I, but I'll tell it like it is. Is that somebody <laughs> went? Somebody went over his house around Father's Day, and on his fireplace mantle there were Father's Day cards, and each one
1: of them was signed by a different. Puppet. Oh <laughs> man, that is creepy as hell. I'm sorry. Is that because of the, the book? Mag, was it called Magic? Then they made a movie out of it with Anthony Hopkins, if I remember correctly. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a, that
2: was a good one. He said "I can get you on the Tonight Show again, but you've got to go five minutes without doing the puppet voice." Oh, he's like, oh, five minutes minutes—that should be, should be, should be
1: easy." Nope,
3: you can't do it.
1: <laughs> it was really creepy magic. Well, you know, the worst thing about that is I'm, I'm going through a situation when I'm. Uh, I think I was like 17, and I knew I wanted to get into radio, and I did get into radio a year later. But I said, I'm having a really hard time making that adjustment to go and look for jobs in radio. He said, you should read the book Magic, because basically your on-air persona will be kind of like a puppet. Scared the hell out of me. He's like, "You think this is where I'm going to go?" I'm mm-hmm. like, Renee, what the hell's wrong with you? You scared
2: the hell out of me." Well, for a while there, for a while there, it's uh, all the morning shows, like in the '70s and '80s. They were they were like ventriloquist shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. they would all have they would all have yep. a puppet in the, uh, no, in, the right. in the studio, and it's wow. You you I didn't even think about this. You had to, you got into radio when you had to learn Morse code to get yeah. to get license to go and spin records. That's exactly
1: right. You actually had to learn Morse. <laughs> yeah. code. Oh, you, did. you did. You had to learn Morse code and you wow. had to get a uh, class A uh, operator's license. Like, you were the chief engineer. Yeah. It's like, I got a class A operator's license. I didn't know a damn thing. If the thing, I, I can't even change a light bulb. And I did get, I got a license as an engineer. It's like,
2: come on, So, so I guess, you know, I guess if the Ruski started nuking us, you know, you could tap on the microphone. To, yeah. To, to get your, get yourself to a, a civil defense shelter immediately. Yeah. And that's, that was the purpose. That would be is, it. It's just an example of government bureaucracy is, is, is I guess there probably was a time that a a radio operator would need to know Morse code, but the law just didn't change all the way to, like, when you started radio, at which point it was
1: absolutely unnecessary. The law takes a long time to catch up, yeah. I suppose that is true, a little transition. Did you – now, when did you get into comedy, or when did you first appear on stage? Uh, Well, I'll I'll say this. I don't like to say it because it sounds
2: pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. To actually be at it this long and be this uh, obscure. Uh, I my first time on stage was July fourth, nineteen seventy nine. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm coming up on I'm coming up on the big 4-0. Now when? So where were you? Uh, it was a it was a block party. It, uh, it it I had met a guy in college. that was in a band, and I said,
1: "Let me open for your band. Let me open for your band.
2: I can do stand up comedy." He goes, "Really? Where have you done stand up comedy?" Uh,
1: uh where,
2: where, where are you playing? <laughs>
1: yes, there. <laughs> I did it there for the very first time. Well, did you have any concerns about about how you you might be different on stage than you are in real life? Did you think through that, or did you just not care?
2: Um, you know, there was there, there, there were you know I went through periods where I where, where I tried to do a character, I tried to tried to do something, mm-hmm. someone other than myself, and uh, instead I found it was easier just to do myself, and myself actually turned into a character. uh, Well, see, it's because you
1: are on stage Just a bigger version of yourself
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly It's an exaggeration Uh, Louis Black, I hear a story about Louis Black uh, Was hanging with some comics And they started dissing Larry the Cable Guy and uh and lewis black is actually a good friend of larry right uh, yeah and, and, larry's uh, a great guy actually. yeah and, and, and he said you know you know shut up you guys you know we all do characters on stage you know, no doubt about we, it. Uh, uh, don't get jealous just because his is a little more successful than yours yeah like 19 million a year <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> and you know you know the thing the, the thing with dan he had to actually you know the rest of us i i play i do my character for 45 minutes a night Yeah. You know, it's it's, he had to do that. Larry, the cable guy from the minute he walked out of the house and got into the cab through the airport into the hotel. And he he didn't get to drop the character till he came home the following Monday. And that that to to actually hold a character that long is uh,
1: is commitment. Well, the amazing thing about uh, him to me is uh, he's from Nebraska. Most people in Nebraska don't have a deep southern accent. No, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's
2: a complete puppet. It's it is. A com, it's a it complete fabrication. Is. And, you know, God bless him for being able to keep Because, you know, you bump into somebody at the airport. Oh, my gosh, it's Larry the Cable Guy. Hi, y'all good. You, you yeah, can't, man, you, man, man, you God, can't say, oh, you know, I'm not on stage right now. Just, you know. Just. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm just he, trying to get a cup of coffee here at the Starbucks.
1: He married one of our interns at KQRS. <laughs> huh. His wife, yeah, he met her. She was an intern at KQRS and he married her. Wow. That so was pretty cool for her. She went from being an intern to being worth about $150 million. So that's good. Mrs. You know. Cable Guy. Miss, <laughs> yes. Mrs. <laughs> Cable guy.
2: Mrs. Cable Guy. It's
1: absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I don't think people consider that. That if you are Larry the Cable Guy, you have to stay in character probably about 90% of the time. Yeah. That cannot be easy to do. No, and it, it can't be good on your mental health either. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. think so. <laughs> i mean, seriously, I just, I, to tell you the truth, I think that got to Jerry Lewis later on in life. Is he was so goofy and so weird that later in life, it's like, doesn't it, nobody takes me seriously mm-hmm. ever? Right. That'd be that'd be hard. I would think. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it
2: was my mom's speculation that. Uh, that the, the reason why he worked so hard for muscular dystrophy was because he was ashamed at the character he did. Well,
1: I think that's <laughs> yeah, an argument. That's, I do shame think that's, that's a lot of stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that that was his way of repaying it to the, to, 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 to people with disabilities for,
1: for, for mocking them all those years. I had heard that the Dean Martin in the late 50s or early 60s, whenever it was, they split up, that he literally just told everybody, "I, I can't be around him all." The time. <laughs> <laughs> and I could see that if that's how he's gonna act all the time.
2: <laughs> oh, god!
1: Please stop doing that character. But I think, yeah, I think it got to him at the end of his life. He just couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take being Jerry Lewis anymore. I think, I, th- I think probably the
2: most Jerry Lewis, the real Jerry Lewis movie, was probably the King of Comedy. L- I loved it. I think that was Loved that was ju- who Jerry really was right there. I think he, there, there was Dem- no there was no acting involved.
1: Have you ever heard one of the last interviews he ever did where he gave all one word answers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Just to oh. be a jerk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so have you enjoyed your career? Yes. <laughs> uh, you also uh, you happy with your family? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, tell me about tell me
2: about how you didn't like being fu- uh, fired by the uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association. Didn't like it a
1: bit. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was everything was just bad. Now, nah, now nah. he just had a real attitude on top of it.
2: Where's my oatmeal? <laughs> <I don't
5: know. laughs> well, he did a um, uh, comedians and card, oh, uh, yeah, did? and card. yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Hmm. But for some reason, Jerry decided to delay the release of it long after. Oh, he did. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld released it. it it's in the third, the third or fourth season of it. Yeah. But it, it, it says is? it says at the end it was filmed in 2012. Really? Uh, it was uh. like, I was like, wonder why he held on that so long.
2: Probably, probably because after the camera went off, he probably he probably pissed off Jerry though. Yeah, <laughs> no, probably. <laughs> Yeah. I'm
5: not gonna, no, I'm not going to
2: help your career.
1: <laughs> don't I still don't understand about comedians and cars getting coffee. Barack Obama? Yeah. He's a comedian now? I, you know, I, what? Wow, well, yeah. I don't really understand that. At all. He's not a comedian, and I don't know. So I, I guess, well, you had Howard Stern on, too. Howard Stern's not a comedian. Yeah, not really. No. I mean... It, sort of. Uh, sort, sort of. Kinda, sort more, of. of. More
2: than Barack Obama. <laughs> more sure, yeah. more yeah. than yeah. Barack Obama. I saw Obama. his... Well, but maybe, of course, maybe Barack Obama said, uh, I did the uh, uh, correspondence dinner and uh, got yeah. lots of laughs and applause. So
1: <laughs> Except for when Larry Wilmore called him the big N. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what was that all about? Whatever happened to Larry Wilmore, is he around at all anymore? <laughs> oh. He was hosting the. He was the speaker or the MC for the correspondence dinner, and he referred to the President of the United States, Barack Obama, as the Big N.
2: Well, it's the first N, I think. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Exactly correct.
3: Yeah, that would be the the correct term. Exactly. I don't know how the hell he thought he was going to get away with that. Because he's also black and thought it would be funny. Funny. Yep. He's the President of the United States, though.
5: Not everybody
2: wouldn't have a great laugh. It's not if everyone goes to goes through the entire book of the N-word and sees who's allowed to use it and who is not. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, getting is, a little uh, I mean, there's a lot of There's a lot of different stipulations and, and uh, things like that.
1: Well, the, the weird thing is that two guys, like what John Schnatter, is that the guy's name from Papa John's? I think it's John Schnatter. Yeah, I think so. He was repeating a story about... Right. Kentucky fried chicken colonel what to Carl right. Sanders. Right. And the the Big N came up. So he never just used it or called somebody yeah. the big N. He was repeating a story and the same thing just happened to the uh, Indianapolis Colts announcer. He was telling a story about another guy who had used the big N, and he used that word to tell the story, so he got fired. Yeah,
2: and if he had read the book, he would know that that's covered by uh, Section 3321, <laughs> Subsection A, <laughs> Paragraph 2. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love to tell a story. Victor Treadwell was my roommate back, uh, God, many, many years ago, 40 years ago, something like that, maybe even longer than that. But uh, Victor was a black man from uh, Hollywood, Florida, as a matter of fact. And only in the house, never outside of the house, but only in the house, he would call me that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and it kind of worked out. Victor was a hell of a guy. His sister lived with us as well. She was a beauty queen, too, a very, very attractive young woman. But, yeah, he would... And she would look at him when he would call me that. She'd look at him like... <laughs> don't do that but you know he did we had a good time it, it was a, i don't know there was an interesting time in my life i tell you that mm-hmm. first time he called me that by the way i was we were making soup and i stirred it and actually took, took a taste of the soup and put the spoon back in he said big in what the hell are you think <laughs> let me put your you i don't remember he, he didn't use the word uh Saliva. Use some other word. <laughs> Putting that back in my suit. <laughs> he
2: was
1: not happy.
2: It's interesting how language has changed since I've started. Since I since oh, started yeah. doing comedy. When I first doing comedy, the, the the big thing was the seven uh, the seven words uh-huh. you'll never hear on television. Right, right. But George Carlin and. Uh, 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 you you can hear every one of those words on television yep. not, not oh, in, yes, Interestingly enough, yeah. but now the the, the the words you can't use there's a whole new whole new alphabet of words you can't use, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, I realized I realized this. Um, I was doing a show and uh, a comic used in a he used the R word in his show. We're going to take a break
1: and we'll come back on. and okay, okay We'll okay. kind okay. of find out what the <laughs> is. But I want to hear about some of these names or words, okay. but you can't use them. Sure, absolutely. It's going to be interesting. We'll be right back, right after this Don Bernard Show.
4: which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period.
1: Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. Get back, get back to where you once be something. Tim Slegel with us ladies and gentlemen tonight tomorrow night, 8 and 1030 at Acme Comedy Company. Um, we kind of engaged in a conversation going out of the last segment into the break there and coming back, one of the problems that I do have is I read a lot of news. and it's gotten to the point now where if a word appears in news copy, you can't use it even though it's in the story and it's what that person called somebody else mm-hmm. they think that you've mm-hmm. is yeah. great crime yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. actually
2: yeah and, and uh, you know when George Carlin said that the words were just uncivil they weren't criminal yeah right yeah. you right. couldn't be yeah, you know right. except maybe in some weird Puritan states you know you, you were those words actually illegal but now man you lose your jobs over years oh you do Absolutely. using using the alphabet. And uh, R word uh, uh, used to be, I mean, we were talking about this during the break. Uh, with the R word, it, used, it just means uh, uh, a slow down. Yeah. That's all. It's a, yep. if, you, uh, if you were a mechanic back when you had to set the timing before electronic ignition, if you were getting too much engine knock, you would retard the timing. Right. Or BHT was added to cottage cheese to retard spoilage. And apples retard, yeah. And it, very- when they came up with that word, it was a nicer word than imbecile.
0: Which 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 is what they they
2: used to call people, which was a nicer word than moron. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 he's just slowed down a bit. But but, but just like imbecile and moron, it became an insult, so now we can't use it. And and we think that by by, by banning the word that it's going to stop. But I heard some kids playing in the yard. Next door, and one of them shouts out, "Throw the ball, special needs." <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, see, that's not going be... <laughs> to work, man. I, I can believe it
1: happened, though. I could absolutely believe that so, would happen. So, anyway, so somebody it,
2: it made me aware of how languages change. That somebody was get, got off stage, and somebody from the audience was really mad that he used the R word. And he comes up to him and he goes, "You can't use the fucking R word, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> about
1: well, right. that's, that's about it. That's pretty. got it. Was that? I, I think that actually happened to Nick Swardson, too. Same that, story, R-word. yeah. He used it, and they got the guy got really mad at him. And he did the same thing, he swore at him for using <laughs> it. <when> <laughs> <him>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, you know, that all works out in the end, but yeah, you got to be very careful now.
5: Dio Hughley mm. has a, uh, it's an older set on Netflix, and he literally. Says my t- my son is retarded. Yeah, right. I, I think his son is autistic, but he calls him retarded. He calls him retarded, retarded yeah. and he does 20 minutes on his retarded son, and it's like, yeah, he does this, he does that, and he's like, and I'm sitting there going, how uncomfortable must that crowd be right right well, now? The, ca- <laughs>
1: the scary thing about all that stuff is, is if you go over my career, 48 years in radio. I've oh. read many stories that had the N-word in it, the F-word in it. By that I mean, you know, the derogatory term for a gay man. Uh, it was in the story. So you could find me saying those words a lot. Now the problem with that is it's so easy to edit them in to a, mm-hmm. a current-day conversation. And now, what was that story we just read it last week, I think, on a morning show? is They can literally put you into a film like put your image over the image of somebody else in a movie, they could have you doing all kinds of criminal stuff. Mm -hmm. Unless you're really good at telling how it happened, you wouldn't know it wasn't
2: you doing that. Well, isn't that, there's a website where you can actually, uh, you can actually uh, watch any movie, you can put Nick Cage in any movie. Yeah, that's that's exactly right.
1: (laughs) right. Yeah. Hmm. It's, that's scary as hell. Because you're going to go, well, look, you did this. No, I didn't. I never did. First time that happened to me was probably 15 years ago. I, I went in and cut a commercial i don't remember who it was for but i cut a commercial and two days later i'm driving along in the car and i hear the commercial and there's a line in it that i never said but it's me saying it mm. it's like Ooh, that's rather scary wow. i mean that was weird to hear me saying something that i never said huh that terrified
2: but th- but the same token it also exactly it, it, it makes the evidence it makes any evidence that somebody might have like that It makes it, you know, as it becomes more known that you can do that, it makes photographic and uh, recorded evidence, yeah, worthless.
1: Well, that's too bad because some people should be, you know, charged with criminal offenses. But now if it means nothing, you're not going to be able to charge them, I wouldn't think. It's too bad because, you know. If you do weird stuff, you should go away. <laughs>
2: that's the best <laughs> well, way I could well, put that's it. That's the idea of law. We, it, it's, it, it's, it's. We have humans and we have animals. And if you're an animal, we lock you in a cage. Yeah. If, if you're a dangerous animal, you have to be destroyed. Mm-hmm.
1: I like it. Yeah. Now I was thinking of you this earlier this week. It's like Tim's coming in. Uh, the animal crackers. Do you know about the animal crackers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell, Tim? <laughs> Yeah, we can't put them in cages anymore. But the lion would eat them all. You're keeping them safe by keeping them in cages because the lion would kill all of them. Yes, it would. well, I, I
2: often thought that I thought that that would always make zoos far more entertaining <laughs> if, if they put the lion cage right next to the zebra right, cage and exactly. once a day open the day open the door.
5: It's just, it's I mean, they do have to feed the
2: lions. So. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually weird how they feed the lions too when you think about it. That if you know that if a zebra does die, well, they're not just gonna they're not gonna bury it. Nope. No, they're gonna take that zebra to a
3: butcher and they're gonna chop it mm-hmm. up and then they're gonna feed it to the lion. It's <laughs>
2: Eliminate the middleman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if a zebra gets sick, you just put it in the lion cage. And there you go.
1: I, the question I have about there: Aren't there bigger fish to fry than Barnum Animal Crackers? Yes, but,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Well, there's been a. Is it Barnum? Is it? Did they actually yeah. have a trademark yeah. on the? On yeah, the, the I, Barnum. I, yeah. I guess I didn't. I never really looked at that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. a, it's a. It's So it's it's an Abisco cracker, isn't it? So I they think have. So. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. But the, there's you know there's the. There's been a thing against Barnum, though, for a while. I yeah, mean, there it's, has. It's essentially Absolutely. PETA essentially closed down their business. <laughs> they did.
1: Shut them down. I think what would have been much funnier, instead of taking them out of cages, like have the gorilla running a cup up and down the bar. <laughs> 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 See, now that would have been entertaining. <laughs> or, Let me uh, out of here. Just, <laughs> just, a,
2: just a handful of feces ready to fly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I guess Barnum's just going to have to go away completely. I suppose.
2: Yeah, that's the idea. It's too bad. What what a what a major historic figure in the United States, P.T. Barnum.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, it's weird. I have never been to a circus in my life. What? I never have. I haven't either. I don't think it's not that I didn't want to go to a circus or anything, but you know, again, I always use the line my mother used. Mom, we're going to go to a circus. Where are we going to get circus money? you know it's that kind of deal <laughs> yeah. so we never went to the circus and then when the kids got older we well, you never said you wanted to go to the circus so we never i've never been to a circus there's a there, there's a circus that comes to our town uh, once every couple of years or so and
2: it's a, it, it's kind of a low rent circus and it Ooh, just you're sad i uh, oh, yeah. you know there's something there's some kind of fascinating about them. and they set up in a park a city park uh, by the house where there's like a pond that's just filled with geese and uh, we were uh-huh. walking the grounds we, we, we went up to see them Put up the tents Because they actually had elephants And they used the elephants To put uh. up the tents Oh yeah They okay. used them as, as beasts of burden yeah. so, so we went to go see the elephants And we're walking But walking behind the trailers uh, where, where the circus people lived And there was like a huge pile Of goose feathers <laughs> That you, you know Whoops. the circus people had a roast goose dinner. Whoops!
1: <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. I suppose. I suppose that'll happen. I don't. Can it get worse? Do you think? I suppose it can get much worse. We're going to get so touchy that you won't. You know, well, I think Chris Rock once said you're going to have to hop around on one foot in about a little twelve inch square.
2: Well, I think I think a lot of it. The, the guy in the White House is 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 the is the uh, uh, Result of of how it's yeah, gotten
1: it really Oh, I think is. that's true. It's uh, <laughs> I it, do. I it, think it's, that uh,
2: it's the first first public figure that's come out and just kind of laughed at political correctness mm-hmm. entirely, and, and mm-hmm. I think that that is so attractive to so many people that they're, that they're tired of having this all put upon us. well oh, so.
3: political correctness is the, it only has power because we give it power over ourselves. It's learned helplessness. If right. everyone just. All of a sudden, simultaneously decided not to obey the rules anymore. No one could do anything about it. Right, and, we,
2: refi- and refused to apologize.
3: Yeah, exactly. It just, I, I mean, that's the mm-hmm. thing. That's the mistake everybody makes: is they yep. they, they apologize. Never apologize, because it never. Like, when have you heard a story where someone did something like that? They apologized, and everyone said, "Oh, that's okay. We're we're glad you're sorry." Yeah, they it, always have to ruin the live or something.
2: I could see, I could see Roseanne Barr p- apologizing, because she did, because yeah. she didn't she didn't yeah. know that uh, she didn't know that she was black.
3: She, yeah, she thought she was white. <laughs> I know, and it's uh, well, she it, did it, apologized it, and no one cared. R- r- and right. she had a legitimate excuse, but no one cared. Right. Or, or if you say something, you know,
2: like, like a Michael Richards, it was just, you know, he had a heckler, and he just started riffing off the top of his head and got way ugly. Yeah, In that dude. case, there's an apology. Samantha B, on the other hand... Oh, God. It is, is I'm sorry. That joke came out of the writer's room. It went <laughs> yep, to the editor's. Exactly. It was loaded onto the teleprompter. Right. It was read during <laughs> rehearsal, and it killed. And it was read during the show. It was recorded and Edited and 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 decided to air on TV, but so she
3: didn't get in any trouble at all.
2: Which one of those people should apologize? I know, it's you know, ridiculous. I mean, there were so many hands that that that, that line touched.
3: It is it her
2: apology? It's like, oh come on, you know, you could have said right there. You know, I don't think I should say that word, the one that's on the teleprompter. Can we can we scratch that line? You know, it, it's yeah. it was it was a conscious effort. It wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. you know it wasn't it was premeditated.
1: Has television ever broadcast the Big N? I mean, in in news stories, I suppose, but I don't think it. Oh, did. Archie Bunker said it all the time. Yeah, the, he said the big N? Yeah, yeah, all the
2: time. He did. Yeah. He said everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's why that show was so controversial, you know, because because at the time it, is as they as they were working African Americans into the TV lineup, it was all uh, 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 it, it, it was all sort of you know you, you, like the Julia. African Americans, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Right, where they were, it was
3: a single mom because uh, because her husband died in the war. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so she's still a stereotype, but she's got a good reason for it, right? And, what and it
2: was it, it, you know, and the worst the worst thing they probably ever called her was colored.
3: If they got if they ran into a racist person that didn't want, yeah, her which interesting blood
2: pressure. he "I don't want a colored woman." You'd take him my right.
3: blood pressure. Which interestingly is now a forbidden word too. Yeah. Uh, Colored is? Even though they say people of color. Well, yeah, you have to reverse which it. Which is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really weird? You know, people of color are colored people. Mm-hmm. Or a,
3: colored people gets you fired. People of color gets you a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, or you can abbreviate it POC. It's, pox uh, on you. it's
2: my, friend, my friend Dwayne Kennedy. He's got a joke. It's, it's really funny. It's like, you know, these white people have to figure it out. They're sneaky. You just reverse it. We don't know. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you, what are they going to do next? It's like, oh, look at all the monkeys of porch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: very funny. That's very, very funny. Bill
5: Burr has a bit, and he talks about the use of MF. And black people use it differently than whites. They do. We put it in different places in the mm-hmm. yeah, sentence. Yeah. And he goes, when black people do it, you kind of go, yeah, okay. I kind of get it. When white people do it, it's offensive. And you, everybody goes, did you have to say it that way? Ah, <laughs> <Did>
1: you? <laughs> 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 uh, you know, what the hell. I, uh, <clears throat> For some reason, this just occurred to me. I was watching Millionaire yesterday. Who wants to be a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Wanna, is that still on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yes. Big, wow. as big as ever. I had no idea. <laughs> the question was, which of these former presidents of the United States did not win the Nobel Peace Prize? Okay. And there were four names up there. And the guy guessed the wrong one. And you know who he guessed? It was up on the list, but he the, uh, he guessed the wrong one. Which one of these presidents did not win the Nobel Peace Prize? And he guessed. I can't even remember who the hell it was. Barack Obama, but he, yeah, he won. Yeah, he no, did. he didn't.
2: He didn't win. He, it was just a participation well, yeah, trophy. It was a
1: participation <laughs> trophy. <laughs>
3: but it often is. So but you know,
1: the, one of the choices was Harry Truman. Like. Mm. He dropped a nuclear bomb on people. I'm yeah. pretty sure they're not going to give him the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, <laughs> it led to peace. Yeah, I did. That's and true. Nobel
2: was the inventor of dynamite. He so, <laughs> yeah.
1: was the inventor no. of dynamite. That's, very, that's a very good point. But some of those questions, you look at and you go, oh, really, that you put that name in there?
3: Um, Adolf Hitler was nominated for one. so Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's exactly he right. He won one before he dropped the
5: bomb. He still won it. So. yeah that's M- true most multiple choice quizzes there are two answers right away you can look at and go no 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 and then there's one that's got a little truth built in it, and the other one is the answer yeah and you just have to figure out between two even though there's like four or five of them sitting there yeah
2: that's why when you ask when they when they take one out They'll always take out the. They always take out the goofy one. Right. Yeah, yes, always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, can you take one out? Okay, we take out Donald Trump.
3: <laughs> yes,
1: <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel much better about All my right, chances you, now.
5: You really helped me with
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Slagle, ladies and gentlemen, that act me tonight and tomorrow nights. Always great having you in studio. Always the morning pleasure. show, have coming to do the afternoon show. But you day? Brandon, I actually mean?
2: come just to do the show. I don't I don't care about
1: acme. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> actually I don't like that I'll, hear, I'll get a, a bad call
5: from Lewis Lee. <laughs> Lewis will be calling and say, you know headliner. You know headliner. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk to you later, Tom not show.